2: Welcome to the Ask Women podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. I'm Kristen Carney, one of your hosts, a comedian, etc. Here, of course, with Marty Keen- Keenries. Oh, is that my name, really? Keenries. <laughs> Marty Keenries, uh, best-selling author. Get inside her. Check it out. Uh, we just got back from the holidays, etc. And that's my word today. And... Um, <laughs> I just got in last night on a really late flight. Um, my flight got in at like two thirty in the morning, so I'm a little bit out of it. Yeah. Right so you're dressed like a homeless person. Yes. And it feels good. I just You look good. Do I look good as a homeless yeah, person? Yeah. Like
1: if you were to walk around in Iowa, I don't think they they would think right, you look would, good. Yeah. But in LA it
2: works. Right, like right. you look like cool and yeah. rich well, and popular. I was walking around like this basically at home the whole time and people <laughs> are like, Kristen's not doing well. Yeah, exactly. Um but I had a weird I had a dream last night, uh, about our podcast. It was just like a quick little thing, but Good or Bad? Yeah, I mean it was just like this kid who was promoting other podcasts. He was like, Oh, you should like this podcast and that podcast. And <laughs> um he called our podcast Ask. It's not funny or interesting, it's just a weird dream, but he was like, Um, everyone check out Ask Eleven. Eleven? Yeah. And I'm like, No, it's Ask Women asshole. Who is this douchebag kid? 11. He's a comedian. Oh, okay. And I was like, I don't know, 11 questions. I couldn't figure out maybe why he was <laughs> saying ask 11. But if you guys want to ask 11 questions. You
1: can. You can. Okay. And also tell me if my voice is not loud enough because I had two people write into me since we moved over to Playboy that my voice is not loud enough. So if you notice me not talking into the microphone, uh, let me know. Okay. okay I want to I dive right into our show today because we have an awesome guest that is going to deliver actionable, important information about how to approach. And I want to give a little background um, as to how I know our guest who is Vince Calvin, who is somebody that I've known probably for 10 years but have not talked to probably in seven years. But when I first started my business which I randomly started by mistake and by accident when it, which ended up being an amazing mistake and an amazing accident, um, I didn't really know other people who were doing what I was doing and I stumbled upon Vince. I don't even know if you found me or I found you. I forget what it was but he used to and may still do these incredible seminars in the marina where he would have tons of men come and work with him and he graciously invited me to come speak and represent the voice of a woman to these men that were seeking his advice and help Uh, and he really helped introduce me to a lot of people in our world and I'm still very appreciative to that because In the beginning, most people are not typically helpful and he was always helpful to me. So number one, I appreciate that. And number two, um, I was at home probably a month and a half ago or or a month ago and my brother-in-law said to me, oh, you have to turn on CNN right now on the Lisa Ling show because there's somebody in your industry and I'm finding it really interesting. I want you to watch it. And I turned it on and Vince was on this episode of the Lisa Ling show where they were covering one of his boot camps that he does in Hollywood and I was – crying to be honest while I was watching the episode. It was, it was beautiful and wonderful and I loved watching how the story uh, just showed all these men going through this huge transformation and it was incredible and that's all because of Vince. So that's why I have you on the show today and that's what sparked me getting in contact with you again. So I'm glad that you're here. So welcome to our show.
3: Hey, I really appreciate being on and uh, it's been an awesome journey and it's really, really good to see how far you, you've came. Yeah. And uh, the CNN show was incredible.
1: I'm sure. Oh,
3: ever since, you know, we've had mothers contact us to uh, ask for help for their sons and sisters. So it's like a new era where pickup yeah. is more and more accepted for, for what sure. it is. So. Well, the
1: interesting thing was... <clears throat> my 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 family my brother-in-law most of the people that when I say oh thank you for helping me my voice is too quiet um when I say the community that I have been a part of or I say what it is that I do they do have this negative association with pickup artists but you did a wonderful job as in in Kristen does as well she's like fucking bastards I hate those people but but I think you did a really great job there was one point in the um interview where Lisa Lang had said to you because she was talking about your marketing tools that of the way that you got people to come to your seminar. And from a woman's point of view, they're not wonderful marketing tools. I because you advertise, you want to get laid, you want to get pussy, you like all these things right? That for me and even for Lisa Ling and my brother-in-law were like, that's disgusting. That's horrible. Who responds to that? These guys are assholes. But when Lisa Ling asked you about that, you gave a wonderful response as to why you use those materials. So I, I would love to ask you now, why do you use those materials to speak to these men when on the other side, what your seminar does is it seems to be the complete opposite because you actually help them become awesome men as opposed to just like chasing pussy.
3: Yeah, it was funny actually because when uh, Lisa and I first met, she looked at me and she said, you know, I really don't like you. (laughs) And then there was that evolution through through the show. And it's true. The marketing is is really hardcore, but so is all marketing. Right. And you, when you want to influence someone, you need to start where they're at, you know? So very few men would be inclined to want to better themselves. But, right. you know, that's the entry level. Yes, you want to get laid. And on the other end, uh, it's also important to know that there's nothing wrong with wanting to get not? laid, you know? So uh, one beautiful thing that also happened, there was an article on the CNN website linked with the show, in which we said, wait a minute, by then it was 2015, it's now 2016, pretty much every community in the world, thank God, has been accepted, you know, gay, transgender, you name it, and we would still give a hard time to men wanting to get laid, so... Mm -hmm. That's the future of humanity. Without that, not much will happen in the future. So
1: No, I agree with you. Well, the one thing that I w- wanted to talk to you about today was approaching, because that was one of the areas that you focused on so heavily during that special. And I encourage anybody to go back to On Demand and watch this episode. It's on Lisa Ling. What, what was, was it, it called?
3: called? I think it's going to be on Netflix. Oh, and really? It's also on CNNGo.com okay. and maybe other places that I don't know of.
1: Okay, perfect. And go and check this episode out, because even on that episode, you gave a lot of actionable advice that guys can use just from watching the episode. But I would love to hear from you firsthand about approaching. Why, why do guys have so many issues with approaching? Why is it so hard?
3: I think because they're over to start with, you know. Most guys, they go from nothing, staring in a creepy way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no man will ever understand what it must be like for a woman to have eyes on you and then the guy looks away or makes a stupid comment, mm-hmm. So they want to go from doing nothing to the perfect approach and pick up that mile lead to something. Men are so fast. If they're a little soft, they're quickly going to fall in love. Right. They may not even know anything about the woman and already, they, oh, maybe she's the one. And if they're a little bit more edgy, then they go, that's it, I'm getting late this time. So I think the, the first thing is to slow all of that down and come at it from a more... Uh, grounded place of it's just one human being. Let's find out what the person is all about. And to do that more often with less investment.
1: How do how do men do that in the moment? So let's say they are out, they're at a grocery store, they turn the aisle, you know, to get a bag of chips and they're like, oh my God, that girl's so hot. What do I do? How do how do they go from I want to stick my penis in her too. I'm grounded. I'm okay. I'm calm. I'm going to approach. Like, what can they tell themselves in their mind?
3: Well, it's a journey, but I think what's important is to use whatever is there. On the show, there was this gentleman whose eyesight, Mitchell. Yeah. Really, yeah, I think he moved everybody. But oh yeah, uh, his... I was ready
1: to date him by the end. <laughs> he was so smooth, and I, I, I loved him.
3: So Mitchell really has an eyesight problem, and instead of. Thinking it's working against him, I told him, just go to someone and say, I don't see very well. I just want to verify that you're as cute as I think you are. Mm -hmm. So start authentic. Two extremes there which will work. One of them is, I just don't know what to say, but something made me want to talk to you. Or the other one is, just be honest if you think I'm flirting with you. You're right, I am. Yeah. Like. Yeah, and then from a place of choice. Also men have it backwards. They they come in to want to be accepted because mm-hmm. they don't fully accept themselves when it should be more coming in to find out, hey, where is she at? What's going on with her? Is that compatible, suitable for for what I want.
1: Well, so okay, that's wonderful. I love that information. So what do what do you guys do after they have broken into that? conversation with women they've said okay you know it may seem like I'm flirting with you well you're right I am flirting with you where do they go to from there in order to complete that mission of I want to find out more about you how does that how does that turn into conversation for guys or what what can help guys um, with guidance on how to construct a conversation out of what their intentions are
3: well I think it's important to know that as much as men have a tendency to have approach anxiety Women have a tendency to have staying anxiety because it's a lot of pressure. What does that mean? Could this guy be the one? I've been there before. I have a sufficient amount of stalkers without getting a new one in my life. So they just want
1: a bag of chips. It's important to
3: give them a little space. So right there to say, hey, real quick, you know, and almost make it feel like it's over in little waves and then come back in and then most guys also have their their syntax backwards, meaning they go from a place of being empty. Not much is happening. One of the that I love to do to guys, I walk around with them and then I say, stop, close your eyes. What exciting thing is happening in your life right now? And they go, oh, I don't know, there's people and cars. (laughs) And, And then from there, they hope that because they're talking to a woman, something amazing is going to happen. That's backwards. First, they should focus more on what's happening with themselves and have something richer so then conversation continues. A great exercise is wherever you're at. First, you focus on everything that you like and that you recognize. So there's already quite a bit to talk about. And then everything that maybe you don't necessarily like or recognize or understand but become curious about it. And then focus on the absurd also. So that's a lot of conversation material right there. And then in this day and age, it's got to go fast. The model of like having a 20-minute conversation, no one has the time for that, especially in a big city. So right there, it's like, hey, you know, you're fun. We should at least be in touch unless you have the time to grab a quick cup of coffee right now, then let's at least be in touch.
1: I like how you frame everything, even where you said real quick. Because I saw that on the episode, Josiah, who they focused on, that's his name, right? Josiah? Josiah, yes. Yeah. Who student. I've met. Who I've met before, I think, right? I
3: believe so, yes. Yeah.
1: So they were focusing on him. He's like a Jedi for pickup now. Like an absolute master with women. And I can say, if I did meet him, and I, he's the guy that I think of, he was not a master when I met him. So he's come a long way. But that that was his thing. He would go up to random women and just say, real quick. And I I like the way that that's framed because it's saying, I'm not going to bother you for a very long time. It's saying, this is going to be very quick and it's not going to be painful for you. So I I like that you say that first because that really helps women, as you said, who have a fear of staying, understand that they won't be pressured for too long.
3: Yeah, and when I was talking with Lisa Ling, I genuinely said, you know, I grew up around a lot of women in my family and I say I'm a defender of women because... In 20 years of helping guys, I've seen what stupid things men can do. So it's reverse engineering. First, we start with everything that could be a concern for the woman the guy not leaving, the guy wanting too much too soon. Right. And then, based on that, we craft around some powerful language that will cause reassurance. And, you know, we're also in a day and age where people are getting a little more. I don't know, Stuck up one thing that I love to ask is, do you think people used to kiss more in the 70s or now? And then everybody says, well, back then, I go, oh my God, kissing is going extinct. We need to remedy. Come here. <laughs> but uh, everybody takes it too heavily, I think, because okay. if we start to mingle a touch more, everybody will be more at ease and there's more options, both for men and women. There's still that sense from the 1950s where you got to pick one person, and go, and it's a hit or miss. But if we become all a little more social, then...
1: It's a better place. Mingling, yeah, absolutely. I think so, too. So I want to turn it back to Kristen, since I've been sort of like just focused on you. Okay, so Kristen is... Finally. ...a tough girl, right? <laughs> and most likely... Anything that you would do to try and win her over, she would like just put a huge shield up towards. She would combat you like crazy, think mm-hmm. you're insane, make fun of everything about you in her mind. Mm-hmm. How how do you combat women like this who on the inside may just be a bit uncomfortable, but on the outside it looks like they freaking hate you and want you to get away from them. How, can you break through that barrier? With women like this? First, I would find that
3: extremely refreshing (laughs) and super hot. Because, you know, there's also a lot of people who comply, but they're not necessarily going along. They're just being polite. So first thing I would say, I would say how refreshing, you know. So many people always want to just go along to be polite. And you, you speak your own truth. Nothing more exciting than a woman who will speak her own truth. And then that probably would destabilize me a little bit or destabilize the guy. And I would say, oh, my God, you're powerful. (laughs) Last time I got destabilized like that was at least 20 years ago. Do it again. (laughs) And then I would ask her to do it again, which is totally unexpected, which would probably make her uh, a little destabilized as well. And then I would ground it. I would say, seriously, you know, I mean, I don't know you. You seem cool. Of course, I'm not expecting that you're just going to look at me and think, oh, my God. I'm I'm so ready for this guy right here and right now. It's not like we're going to spend the next 17 hours making passionate love. I'm ready for it. Well, Passing I need it to. Okay,
2: I need to paint a picture right now for the people listening because they have <laughs> no idea that you are this like crazy looking rocker dude. So, so Kevin, so is like Vince. Vince, I'm sorry, Kelvin. Crazy pink hair, pink earring feather pink earring, like rocker jacket with like spikes on it, leather sleeves, tattoos, big big rings. Like in one million years, you would not be my type. How would you make me be your type?
3: Well, I would focus on two million years then. (laughs) Uh, I I would not necessarily want to make you be my type because there again, you got to have an abundant mentality. And too many guys, they act out of desperation. They think if I don't get that girl... Because I haven't been getting anyone, then I won't get anyone. Right. So I would just come from a place of appreciation also. What are the, the things that I could appreciate about that? In the worst case, that would stir me and motivate me to, to just go at it even stronger elsewhere. And uh, at the same time, uh, you know, what's funny with types, because you didn't seem to me like the type who would have a type. You seem more like uh, beyond that, but oh, wow. sometimes
2: <laughs> I'm really uh, <laughs> as she melts in her seat, is really tricking people right now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but uh, then again, also this—we've uh, all had times when we meet someone and we think that's the last person with whom I would connect, even at the level of friendship. And then it's you. the opposite, or we've also had times when we think someone is the person and turns out they are not. So
1: yeah. Well, that actually leads me to a, another question. I, I want to find out from you, what do you tell guys about rejection? How to handle it? I think it? there's
3: no such thing as rejection because, I, I mean, it takes some time. If you're used to calling it rejection, you hear that, you go, yeah, but you don't understand. First, it's important to know that all human relations, even uh, at a level of business, when two people meet for the first time, you got to expect to not be comfortable. There's, there's an amount of discomfort. Even people who go for traditional sure. dating. So it's fine to not be comfortable right away.
2: And isn't that so weird? Because it's like we deal with people every day, all day long. Like we're just around other human beings. And we're still not comfortable being alone with a new human being. Yeah. I find that so weird. Even sometimes with certain friends, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what to say to you. Yeah, but that's all we do. We're just constantly around human beings. And it's you'd think by now we'd be comfortable with just being around a human, but we're not. Yeah, but we have desires or... Uh, different per- motivations or, yeah exactly yeah. motivations for each of those individual
1: people or Which different intentions that may differ from the person in front of you so that's that's why it becomes uncomfortable about of, of all the unspoken things that are going on in your mind that could potentially or not potentially go be going on in their mind right
3: absolutely yeah and back to the look by the way i showed up on steve harvey <laughs> too and i loved it the first thing he did he got up and he looked at me and he went what What? What? (laughs) Is that even human? But you know what? You should
2: have said that about his teeth.
3: (laughs) (laughs) His teeth don't even look human. (laughs) But I really love the guy. But uh, the one thing that may help is to put things back into perspective. Within the context of being present in our everyday reality, tasks, and so on, everything takes on a very serious weight. But if we, for example, a great exercise is. For men to pay attention and women too, to every elderly person that they encounter in their 80s or 90s and think about all of the excess uh, investment they've put into relationships with people that may already be gone. And when you you put things back into perspective like that, then you realize, you know what, it's all kindergarten stuff. Yeah. We can all relax and, and then go back to a place of abundance. And from that place, there's a synchronistic effect that happens. For example, yeah, I'm a little bit crazy. Yes, I get laid a lot. Yes, I was <laughs> married five times. But there's never... It, it's never an accident. It's, it's There's always a sense of it being organic. Like I remember once I met this uh, woman who was devastated. She had a divorce and after that her career was going down the drain and so on. And we spent some time together and she got all pumped up. And of course, we were not meant to be together for like years after that. But that moment in time was exactly what she needed and exactly what I needed. And when you... Align with a greater flow, a lot of that happens, and there's no longer any dependence. And I also, I'm an advocate of all possibilities. I also practice uh, abstinence at times.
1: Do you think that the, the attitude of abundance can hurt some guys if they don't know how to use that correctly? Meaning... That they may uh, treat women poorly or they may see them as objects? Because that's, that's where a lot of the fear comes from when people hear the term pickup artists is that they're, they're thinking of men who are objectifying, manipulating, and feeding off of insecurities when it comes to women. So, so ha- how do you help these men understand that the options around them are endless but you can't be an asshole. Like, how, where's that fine line?
3: Yeah, I think it's something that happens naturally because the two cannot coexist. In order to become skilled enough to make things happen, it takes a level of awareness that automatically cancels any weird behavior based on desperation. So, right. yeah, maybe there's a short time period of excitement in which the guy could start to go, okay, I'm just gonna be with her and her. Uh, at the same time, I think it's backwards. On the CNN article, I explained that the men, women, must fear is the guy who has no sense of other options and possibilities and no skills. And and those guys are a disaster. I mean, sometimes girls show me the amount of text they will get. They get a text from one guy, yeah. and for whatever reason, they're at work, and the po- policy is like you cannot text while you're working. A few hours go by, by the time and they I, look at their phone and like again, eight. and it shifts so fast. It's go like, hey, you, <laughs> how are you? Maybe we can hang out. Hey, are you okay? Hey, did I say something wrong? <laughs> well, fuck you then. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah or, exactly. Why, but why do you think guys do that? Because they haven't learned to be confident yet? Well, so you know, insecure. one
3: frustration for uh, for men, which is completely false. Many men are under the impression that if a woman wants to get laid, be with someone, she just has to snap her fingers and it's going to happen. Now, it may happen, but is that going to provide her with true fulfillment? No. no. And then they don't know that it's possible for them to. They have more choices. And now we... We um, we help women also this year. You know, there's a show pending in which it's gonna be more about coaching women. And for women, one thing that's important to understand is that they have to let go of having a male friend. There's a few rare exceptions, but so unfair. <clears throat> I know. It is. I know, but um, it's tough. There's very few men that can be a true friend. They all have an agenda, so. Yeah. I encourage women to let go of that. It's great to have gay friends, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe here and there the exception would be the guy already is fully In a satisfied with a stunning woman, and she becomes like a little sister. But then again, you know, you got to yeah. know guys. Yeah. We got to be honest. I think and it's all. I mean, we didn't wire ourselves. Some of us are born men. Some of us are born women. And if we if we just come to the realization, okay. What are your greatest fears? What are your greatest struggles? Tell us, women. And us. we go, okay, me, I'm a guy, you know, that thing that I'm, wi- I'm wired for reproduction. You have no idea. Even if I don't want to, I start walking around and every 30 seconds I'm going to think about it. So I didn't ask for that. <laughs> right. It happens. Well, that's
1: interesting that you discourage women from being friends with men because is that, is that their responsibility to take care of this man who wants something more? You know what? No, no,
3: no, no. Not even. Let me rephrase. We should not discourage or encourage anything. We should just raise awareness. Right. So, women, if you think you have a man friend, know that (laughs) he's thinking about it. Actually, mentioning Steve Harvey. Not too long ago, he said, "Okay, your man friend, trick him a little bit with a few questions, and then randomly, once he gets comfortable, go, hey, you know what? I was wondering." What if I totally change my mind and I said let's not be friends you want to have sex right now what would you say <laughs> And I say doubt yes. to, and, and make Most him comfortable so yes. the guy would say yes and now you know so he's probably thinking about it but you can still hey options I mean uh, when I train women I want them to be as hardcore as can be so if a woman comes to me and says, "I want to be the greatest gold digger on the planet," I go, "We're in business. Let me help you to do that." Yeah. Don't abuse it, but there's always someone who deserves it. So,
1: <laughs> or there's always somebody who wants that as well on the opposite side. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have one final question before we go to break. I I want to ask about the modern female, right? So you've you've been doing this for a very long time. Have you seen a shift? In women, either their responsiveness, um, their goals on their own of, of being more sexual creatures, have you have you seen a shift, or is is there actually a shift?
3: I think there's a shift that's still in the making, and uh, there's such variety in this day and age in the world that this this women who are already fully shifted into uh, new ways of being, and there's women that are still struggling, and there's women that are also still stuck into the old frame. But I think one aim, both for men and women, is to become multidimensional. If we're only one thing, that gets a little repetitive and it's not easy to deal with. So the four archetypes would be a sense of playfulness. But if we're only that... Quickly, the woman becomes the crazy girl and the guy becomes, like, the crazy guy that's hard to handle. To also be as authentic and genuine and real as possible. If we're only that, we become overly nice and we don't know what people want, so it's easy to be taken advantage of. To also be our own leaders. You know, a dependence on the opposite sex for anything is just not true self-reliance, and to also evolve as wisely as, as can be. So I, I see more and more women, and that, that to me is what attracts me, a woman that... That can tap into all four. And that's who I, I aim to be. And I want to make guys more multidimensional, real leaders that are totally authentic and genuine and aware of other people's struggles, as well as opening to wisdom and be as playful as can be. So
1: mm, I love that. All right, we're going to go to a break. We're going to come back uh, with more events. We have our other guest, who is Amy, who's in here, and we're going to get to overanalyze this. So we'll be back in a minute. <laughs>
2: Radio.com.
1: You wouldn't think so, but sex toys have come a long way from that hard plastic vibrator that your grandma used. Hey, I'm sex toy educator and intimacy expert Miyoko. Tune into my show, Play With Me, to get the inside scoop of the newest sex toys on the market. Along with a panel of guests, we'll talk everything from the latest sex trends to the juiciest sex controversies. We're talking about sex in public. Do you consider yourself monogamous or would you like to maybe consider having a relationship with multiple people? My boyfriend keeps bugging me because he wants to stick it in my butt. That's the type of conversation we're having today. So come... Play with me. Tuesdays at noon Pacific Standard Time on playboyradio.com curious how playboy models are chosen yes 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 playboy tv's latest uncensored reality show naked ambition follows the journeys of gorgeous models as they pose for playboy in hopes of being discovered from casting calls to screen tests naked ambition takes you behind the scenes as beautiful models struggle to make their dreams come true i
0: feel like i'm
3: gonna be
1: check with your cable or satellite provider or visit playboytv.com to see what you've been missing
2: Couldn't catch mansion mayhem last week? Well, here's what you missed.
0: Halloween is over. And so that's when you know everything goes into overdrive, especially if you're out here in L.A. They're playing Uh, Christmas music at Starbucks. See, that's what I wanted to uh, ask you. Agree or disagree? Should we be waiting till after uh, Thanksgiving to put up Christmas stuff? Or is it okay to start putting stuff up now?
4: No, it's not okay. I think you should wait because it's still like pumpkins and... Corn and, like, it's still very, like, w- warm and not Christmassy. We don't need to see all that bows and cranberry-colored things. It just isn't time.
0: Thank you. I believe that it's Nordstrom's. I apologize if I'm wrong, but I did see something. Someone had posted that they had a sign saying, no, you will not see any, oh. uh, you know, any holiday decor until after Thanksgiving. Let's do one holiday at a time. Thank I was like, "Bravo! Goodness. You guys are finally getting it." Stop it! I mean, I was seeing Halloween stuff in like August. Well, you know what I mean? Going really.
1: The year
4: flies by as is without that crap. So it's like, come on, let us just slowly ease into these holidays. And
0: people already started putting up. That's why I was asking because I was seeing those. posts and I. And I I do. That's kind of like my morning paper. Yeah. I wake up. I grab my phone. I lay in bed for about half an hour, and I just flip through. Yeah. I just see what's out there there on on the feeds, whether it be Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and I'm seeing people putting up their trees. How do you keep that alive?
4: Listen to the rest of this episode of Mansion Mayhem on PlayboyRadio.com.
0: Couldn't catch Funny Bunny last week?
2: What? Oh, no. Don't. Well, here's what you missed. <laughs> Although one of my first jobs was Taco Bell. <laughs> you worked at Taco Bell? I worked at Taco Bell. It was one of my first jobs. I worked at Pizza yeah. Hut. I
0: delivered pizza. Oh,
2: man. I yes. loved making my own tacos, too.
3: Well, p- <laughs> Pizza Hut, if like if somebody didn't pick up their carryout within 30 minutes, we got to eat it. Oh. So we would call from, like, our phones uh. and order fake carry-out. Like, this is John McGillicuddy. I'll have, what do you guys want? Eight large personal pay... You know what I mean? We'd oh order with... It, it took them, like, a month and a half to catch on. Oh, my God. Like, Who keeps ordering all this food? We, we were so stupid, we kept using the same day. <laughs> this is John McGillicuddy. They're like, you haven't Nobody, picked this up in eight weeks. Nobody's a McGillicuddy anymore. Well, I'm really. coming today. I want eight hot wings. When Eric gets in on his shift.
0: Listen to the rest of this Funny Buddy episode on PlayboyRadio.com.
2: PlayBoyRadio.com. Thanks for listening to PlayBoyRadio.com. Now, back to the show. Me that, I don't know.
1: All right, we are back. Oh my god, I just did the good, intro keep going. without being afraid good. to do it. Do you understand that when you were not here, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do this. So it weird was too serious,
2: so professional and, oh, and confident. And all of a sudden, you can't intro. It's really weird. Yeah, I don't. It just, I yeah. And and when you were not
1: here, it just was boring. <laughs> I'm sure it was. it was. You make you make me be. Lighter. It's a nice little combo that we have. I think. I think it works really well. Hopefully, the people listen to I think, think you're just calling too. me fat. You're like, I look so much lighter Pretty and skinnier much. here. Pretty much. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I'm saying. It, it's post holiday time. So that makes sense. Okay. So we are back with Vince and we have Amy here. And you've been listening, Nemeth. Nemeth. Yeah. Nemeth. yeah. Yes, and That's actually, I want I want to point out one thing. So we said, "What is your last name?" and Kristen said, "Is it Nemeth or Nemeth?" and you said, "Well, whatever you want." <laughs> well, because like I hear um, my I've always been pronouncing it Nemeth, but my
4: family who have people who come from Hungary, they're like it's Nemeth, but they say way different. So I'm like. Some American.
1: I'm going to say Nimi. <laughs> oh, that's interesting.
4: Yeah, yeah, but it depends.
1: Well, I used to do that with my last name too. When, when I when I wasn't as secure with my last name, mm-hmm. um, I would do interviews and people would say, is it Kinris or Kenris? I'm like, oh, whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. And then I was like, no, I know who I am. I'm owning my <laughs> name. If they say it incorrectly, I'm going to say, I'm sorry, but it's Kin.'" Riss, yeah, yeah keen Riss. so you are so i'm glad today i said keenery <laughs> yes <the> exactly <laughs> so what is
2: your last name Nemeth. awesome okay perfect perfect so well I, it's I'm... funny when people call me like christine my name's kristen i almost like like it because i'm like yes i'm, I'm someone I'm, different. I'm like someone different i'm more powerful <laughs> i'm more confident <laughs> like that's i am more be today. fun. yeah i'm christine oh what I'd do you act like christine. when they say that then like, <laughs> do you become a different person kind of bitchy. a little more italian Wait, isn't that what you are typically I hope, (laughs) but no, I'm a little bit more of a pushover.
1: So I want to hear your thoughts on what you've heard Vince saying
4: Uh, from the first half of the show. I know, it was really interesting. I thought it was really insightful. I think the information you have for girls as far as like, I thought it was so interesting what he said about not having guy friends because I was like, why? I have so many. Like the fact that you have so many people I know, and I'm like going to go play this game. I'm like, so if we could, would you? And I'm like, I don't want to actually play that because I'm sure I'd hear the wrong answer. It would just
2: turn into a gangbang. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's hear from your point of view. So as a girl who has lots of guy friends, are you just walking around, you know, in La La Land thinking they don't want to sleep with you?
4: uh see okay i'm not like super oblivious like i am realistic in that aspect like obviously if the opportunity came about i'm sure that they would pursue it so in that aspect i'm not like la la land but at the same time like i feel like i've known him for so long and we've like taken care of each other like in hard times and in that aspect i'm like that's like a friend more than like a spouse well i guess more than why? Well, see, it's difficult. It's a fine line because as a spouse, that is somebody that would be doing that for you. Right. But I don't call them my
1: spouse. I call them my friend. So it's like they're feeling. Well, how come with those friends who have taken care of you, have been great in terms of friendship? Why don't you want anything more from them? How come you've never seen them in a different light?
4: I don't know. I guess um, it's a bunch of things. Like we just have more fun as friends, and I could I see the way that they do date girls, and I wouldn't want to be on that end of it. And so I just respect them more as a friend and. We have a better relationship that way for sure i feel like if we did start dating it probably just we wouldn't end up
2: do you think if they were here they and you weren't in the room they would say the same thing or they'd Um, say yeah i'm just waiting around for her as a girlfriend. i don't know
4: see and that's why it's hard too because some of we've gone since like high school so it's like before everything all this happened so in that aspect they don't even see like the lifestyle that you've created after the fact they see like you being like a goofy basketball player, you know? Right. So it's Instead like, of a gorgeous model. Well, no. <laughs> Thank you. But I don't know, just like it's so different. Like, I tell them what I do and they're like, what? Like, I would have never seen that. And I'm like, I yeah, know, but it happened.
1: Like, this is what happened. I know. <laughs> it happened to be a model. This is I how know. it happened. Well,
4: like, and like we go to school as well. So it's like we all just take different paths, you know? Right. But, and they, they see you differently. Yeah, exactly. Or at least you think they see you differently. I hope so. But then a lot of things too, like, the, it's funny because we met in the elevator and he was like, oh, I'm a coach. Like, what, what did you call yourself again?
3: Pickup artist. Pickup
4: artist, and at first I was thrown off by that, but then I heard the way he was talking to his friend in the elevator, and you're like, you're "So pretty," da-da-da. and I was like, "So you're, I was like feeling two different things. I was really like, like I hate you, but unsure. I like you, right? Well, like you, as soon as you're a pickup artist, you hear all, you get all these uh, impersonations and like pre, like pre, like thoughts, notion. you know? Yeah, pre, yeah, preconceived notions, exactly. And then I heard you speak with her, and I was like, "Oh, but they're so sweet to each other." And he was like mm-hmm. boosting her confidence and like being the op the antithesis of what you think a pickup artist would be doing. So yeah. it's really
1: interesting. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I'm, 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 sh- I'm sure whenever you do introduce yourself, it is challenging because people do have all of these beliefs in their mind about what you're supposed to be. And do you, do you feel that you have to, well, no, you even said it in the first half, you don't have to battle against what their belief is, you just act as you. You're not trying to win people over.
3: Yeah, I think the more you accept yourself, the more other people will accept themselves. And also, this way you figure out people faster, you know, because I don't want to be around people who are overly prejudiced. At first, you know, right. we, it's normal. We all have our own little sense of what should be or not. But I feel better. First, my, my, my heart was beating real strong. I was, I was like, do I know her? <laughs> That's it. It's a trick. <laughs> I've known her. But hey, I, I got something for you. Look it down. <laughs> I got your name right there. Oh.
4: Is
2: that
1: the
3: correct spelling? <laughs> Is that it's the, the correct spelling? spelling. Oh, it? my
1: goodness. Yeah. Is one of your past wives? No. Yeah, third <laughs> one. You don't remember. There you
2: go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to go back to one more question.
2: That was with a you, tattoo Amy. everyone who's not in here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, sorry. He's not just like showing him his, her, his penis. <laughs> um, what you had said before you see how your friends are with girls that they date. Can you tell me more about that? Because you said you don't like it and you wouldn't want to be on the opposite um, end of it
4: so for instance like we went to a club and he met some girl and like they he was like talking so sweet to her and I know he can be a sweet guy but I noticed he was being like just get, like feeding her like saying the right answers what she wanted to hear essentially and of course they like went home and then she called and of course he didn't answer and I was like you did exactly like what every guy what girls are afraid of and she knew what she was getting into because she said you're just telling me what I want to hear and he did do that and she did just sleep with him and I was right? like you're so awful but I was like at the end of the day if you're I don't know. I don't think trying to find love in a club in Hollywood is necessarily the right idea either. So right. they're not. Well,
1: so what I hear you saying is that the guys that you surround yourself, whether that you are friends with, who you see on a very different level, mm-hmm. when you see them interacting with women who maybe quality, not quality, whatever it is, yeah. but just with women, um, you don't see them act favorably. You see them feed lines, perform routines, give them what this woman wants Yeah. Right? Well, which is
4: interesting because it's temporary satisfaction. Just like he said, at that particular moment, they have something in their mind that they want. So maybe at that moment, they did just want to go home and have sex for the night, which is fine. And if you're realistic and honest about the situation, that's good for you. You're saying that they're not
1: realistic and honest I
4: think the fact that she called back and wanted to talk to him the next day, she wasn't. You know? Because, like, he was. I don't know. But then he wasn't either because he's feeding her lines. So it's, like,
1: hard. Well, I think that what Amy's talking about is the fear that a lot of people have when they do hear the term pickup artist. That, that, that is what is going to happen. And I, I've started working with women as well, and I hear this story continuously. We had a great night. It was wonderful. We had extreme chemistry like I've never felt with anybody else before, but now he's pulling away, or now I haven't heard from him. Or he comes back three months later. It's yeah. just as wonderful, and then he disappears again. Mm-hmm. So, Vince, what do you, do you help guys? We we kind of answered this question before, but like, what would you have to say to guys who do things like this Two women?
3: Well, I would highly discourage it. I would point it out at first. And then I would say it's a polarity. So the best thing they could do would be to just say, hey, listen, uh, yeah, I, in, in one way, I'm here with you right now and I'm loving this moment. I'm also a guy. I don't want to overpromise. I don't know. And uh, just let's be clear about this. So, clarity clarity exactly
1: yep. and that's what you're saying is missing with a lot of these guys there's yeah no, there's no so. honesty and clarity
0: yeah
4: but then it's funny because just like you said like at that particular moment if you were clear and you both come to the table and you know what you're accepting and you choose to go ahead like there's nothing wrong with that either you know
1: right is that but what is happening for a lot of women out there i'm trying to is, explain they're why a lot kind of, of women may blanket. have boundaries yeah exactly up is because that's they run saying. into situations with a lot of a lot of men who do mess with their heads a little bit
4: but, okay, that is true. But at the same time, they have to be clear-headed and, like, read through the BS a little and be Crap. like, I completely this guy's, agree. like, feeding me, like, oh, it's so pro- it's so convenient that every question I have, he happens to think the same thing. Oh, you're the same sign as me. Oh, my goodness. Like, okay, are you serious? Like, <laughs> it gets a little silly after a while, you know? And I don't want to be like, oh, they're, they're silly, but they are a little, like, naive
1: at times. What, what about the guys that you date? Who do you date? Um... Well, I don't know. <laughs> do you date I don't know, I
4: do date. Yeah, it just but then I'm not very good at the choices I make either, so I can't really talk. I like I I don't I lose interest very quickly, I should say. So I'm like, Oh, it seems so nice at the particular moment and we have fun and then it's like, Oh, it fizzles out and I'm like, Oh, okay. And plus like I think like with school and work and stuff and like everything, it's just like something on the side at this particular time, you know? It's not really like my main focus. It's not your main focus. Yeah. But
1: you were saying that you make the wrong choices. What does that mean?
4: Some, um, Yeah, like I just, uh, for instance, I just put expectations on things and I need to learn to like just accept it as it is and go with the flow and not necessarily have this image of your head. Oh, this is going to become this whole thing
1: because it's like- Kind of like what Vince was yeah, talking Yeah, exactly. About.
4: And that's why I think the fact that he's creating classes for girls might be beneficial because sometimes, we and it's so funny, we grew up with this princess like thing our whole lives of like, oh it's so happy we ever lay after and it's like that's not the case like there's reality out there, and you have to be real, you know and so and some people say it's pessimism, and I'm like, no,
1: I just think it's realistic, you know so well it's interesting because what we've noticed here is that a lot of men have these expectations on the front end towards what a woman a woman will be to them before they even approach her, and then once a woman's invested, mm-hmm. that's when her expectations come really become really large as well, yeah, I want to get to some questions from our listeners because we don't do that enough so (laughs) we have a segment called overanalyze this because we overanalyze (laughs) what people say and we're women so that's what we do um so here is the first question but if anybody wants to send in questions write them into ask at askwomenpodcast.com and as always if it has a really good subject line I'm gonna read it and pick it out of any other one that's in there so you guys have been doing a really good job with that and actually I should include the subject lines because some of them are really freaking funny hello ladies and lucky guests i have been friends with a great gal for a few years but several months ago we had a period of really great chemistry around her birthday She was just turning 21, so of course we hit the night with a couple of mutual friends of ours. We had a great time talking and spending time with each other throughout the night. And at some point, I bought her a rose from one of those walking vendors. The following week, I got a couple of morning picture texts of moments captured with captions similar to just something to brighten your day. She even sent a picture of the rose I got her propped up in her room. She shortly spent a month out of state to visit her mom, so I didn't really contact her as I'm not very good with gauging Uh, when are the best times to try. When she came back, I attempted to set up times to meet so I could ask her out in person. I hate these uh, texts. I hate texting these things and so often uh, works weird hours that she doesn't allow for calls or texts or anything. So she did, he did that for the next couple of months. We never ended up meeting up and she seemed to stop talking to me as much. Did I miss a crucial window? Could I re spark that chemistry somehow? I was thinking of sending a handwritten card for Christmas, oh, too late, as a small gesture. <laughs> should I just accept it as missed opportunity and let things move along? What do you think?
3: Well, the answer is simple. Mm-hmm. If they really was caring for the woman, it would be hard to go an entire month with, without wondering how she's doing.
1: That's what I thought. How's
3: her time with her mom? Yeah. are you enjoying so, your time hello, exactly? So, here we are. It was just one thing. You know,
1: yeah, we had really? a moment, and then yeah. you disappear, right? That's so we exactly need to translate that. It's yeah.
3: not that they had a moment; is that the guy thought, finally, my chance now? Then during that time, when she's visiting her mom, because he knew he could not get her right there and then, he did not care to. Hey, how's your mom? Tell me more, and so on. And uh, then also, there's that obsession that guys have to meet. Right. So we're not going to. Deny that, but it cannot only be about that. Those guys who get the number and right away they go, hey, it was fun meeting you. Uh, Are you free on Wednesday? That means that they're just obsessing about that. So uh, for guys, they have to relearn how to appreciate. Appreciate, you know, the moment, being in touch, and also being a little bit more caring.
1: Mm -hmm. So what would you advise for him to do? Because he... He asked the questions, could I respark that chemistry somehow? And I was thinking of sending her a handwritten card for Christmas as a small gesture. Should I accept it as a missed opportunity and let things move along?
3: No extreme. There again, men, extreme. I Can just I get cut her it off. back or should I just forget about it? Why? Wow, that's very flattering for a woman. Yeah. <laughs> no extremes and nothing Too too intense. The Christmas card, the rose, those things are the rewards. You don't start with that. Mm -hmm. That's what you do when you really are connected already. Uh, And then nothing is ever final. Yeah,
2: it always seems like when you do stuff... It's, it's a nice gesture to see the rose or the card, but it always seems like it's trying to get something, yeah, rather than connect with something. And I think women are way more into the connecting than the receiving of these little things. I think I once agree you're in the you. relationship, then you know if he gets you the rose or does something special, that's when it feels good. But when you kind of first meet and you don't really have anything deeper, and you're just kind of getting these things, it looks like he's saying like, "I want to win you" in a way. Not, I agree with not you. Not win you over, but win you. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Because it's not about
2: you at that point. That's that's how it yeah, feels. It feels they, empty. Yeah.
3: yeah. Plus, also, it's not his own idea. He's not the one who invented the concept <laughs> right. of buying a rose. So right. it's so Yes, easy. he did.
2: <laughs> he did. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the thing he should do, guys... Go buy roses and bring them to a retirement home and spend a couple hours visiting elderly women and bring them the roses. But nothing They're is totally ever final. Women. My, my <laughs> third wife, um, we broke up 68 times and got back together 68 times. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> help <Yeah>. us all. <laughs> but it, it was just to demonstrate that it's never final. So the right. guy should relax and he should contact her in a little bit of a more casual way. Hey, you. It's been a while. What's new? and zero obligation, and then not obsess about meeting right away, because in this day and age, there's a time gap. First, us guys, we see, we like, we're ready. (laughs) Uh, Women will come around, but it takes a little more time, so, you know, not, an excessive amount of time, if anything, call the person on it if the if she takes overly long to reply, I would say something like, Okay, should we save it for your ninetieth birthday? <laughs> it's been seventeen hundred years since we last saw each other so what's what's going on and and now stay thought- open, stay receptive that's what, essential
1: what about is there any way for him to display his honesty like is is there a cool and calm way to say like I really enjoyed hanging out with you before the holidays. I'd like to see you Yeah, I love that. I
3: love your phrasing. Display his honesty. I think also it's important to not throw too much at the person. So I had this guy the other day in a similar situation, and he wrote her a letter. It's so long. And then he hired me to read the letter, and I was like, (laughs) you need to hire me for an extra hour. Do you see how long that letter is? (laughs) So first, get a response. Say, hey, you, what's new? Give her some time. Don't look at your phone. Give it at least 72 hours. Then after that, maybe just call. Say, hey, I was ho- uh, you're probably busy, but I was hoping to uh, at least hear from you. I hope all is good. And after that, maybe find a time when he can open up and say, hey, you know, I didn't mean to be overly pushy. You know, I don't know. But I, I felt something, and I was just more curious about it. I hope we can connect a little bit more like we did before Christmas.
1: I like that. Amy, what do you think of that? Mm.
4: I d- it's nice it's like calm like approach and not the letter would be too much that would kind of weird me out i think like if somebody wrote me a letter i don't know because like even my aunts like those are the only people that send me cards anymore right yeah you're like but it's something you should start later with and at the same time like if she didn't talk to him while she was it goes both ways he didn't text her and she didn't text him so maybe right. she just like holidays are busy and she didn't call him when she returned maybe she just kind of lost interest and then remind her give her a friendly reminder and she doesn't respond then move on feel like why waste your time you know yeah i feel like just keep going
1: I, there's so I many agree other people you. out there okay next question hey ladies and guests love the podcast been following the, all the way back since the first episode question is i look young i'm 25 but i could pass for a teenager 16 or 17 i I'm, have a ba- I'm turned on already oh, yeah <laughs> i have a baby face and a boyish figure I know. Hey, so do you. Oh, I'm even more turned on. (laughs) I'm just good. Okay. Uh, I I, I know I'm good looking. I know girls find me cute, but I feel that girls are not interested in me because I don't look my age or look like an adult man. Not looking and feeling like an adult or a man is a big insecurity for me. Any advice on how to get over this or what to do? I'm horny to win. (laughs) That's Uh, an
2: old reference. (laughs) I want to (laughs)
1: attract amazing girls into my life. So this is something I must figure out. Keep being the best host ever. Uh, from Rob living on the East Coast, Amy, what do you think?
4: I don't know. Hit the gym a little, maybe like bulk up your body. I don't want to say like it's all superficial that way, but if you're feeling insecure, then maybe you have to like change it yourself to project the security that you're feeling. And I don't know. At the same time, like find somebody who accepts that, maybe because there's somebody. There's always somebody out there for somebody. So maybe you don't have to go to the gym. Maybe just find somebody. That will accept it the way it is. Yeah, not to sound corny, you know, but
1: start trolling the high schools and see. Oh no. no! I'm
4: just joking. Do <laughs> I'm not just like, picturing do Justin that. Bieber, and I'm like, you know, a lot do of girls not. like that right now. So he but might, yeah, be, he a
1: might be winning. Find and like he an doesn't extreme know cougar. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Totally Someone's weird. like, oh my god, I love little boys.
2: <laughs> Vince, what do you think?
3: Well, there was a response here in the in the studio where <laughs> she you said right, you already turned on, so don't assume anything. <laughs>
2: Some women could be into it, yeah. right? But I know uh, a friend of mine's brother. He um, he's really young looking. He's probably at this point like twenty nine or thirty. Um, but he uses it to his adva- his advantage. He's an insanely good mu- musician. Yeah. Um, and he's on the road traveling all the time. But he actually got a job um, because he looks so young. He got a job as um, one of the musicians on some like teen pop stars <laughs> tour because he looked like a teenager playing like a. a, a an instrument um but he's really really confident he's really good at what he does he dresses really cool he grows in his facial hair as much as he can but the thing is with him he never ever ever refers to himself in that way ever mm. i've never heard of, he's very short he's very thin um, and he just looks really young. But he's never once talked about how he's short or how he's thin or how he looks young. Right. I've never once heard him talk about it. I've only t- heard him talk about his music, his career, the girls that he's dating, and that kind of stuff. So although you see it, you know, it's not like it's not Well, what not do you think obvious. when you see it? Are you like, oh, God, he looks so young? No, like, you- I just think I think he's adorable. And I don't know if that's the best word to use. But I do think he's adorable. And and he, him dating someone to me wouldn't seem, you know, him dating a woman to me wouldn't seem weird. Because but would you expect him to date an attractive woman? An interactive woman? Attractive woman. Oh, yes, definitely. Because he's cute. He just looks young. But he's so confident and he's good at what he does that it's like second, it comes in second place to him looking young. Right, it's not something that you fixate on. Yeah.
1: And you think if he were to, call attention to it more, it would be yeah, something that you like would fix like if he was on?
2: insecure about it and talked about why he's not seeing anyone because he looks young and that kind of stuff, it would be like, oh, it's really sad and you make me feel kind of bad and all that kind of stuff. But he's just so cool and he's, playing, you don't even notice he's playing his guitar and he's singing on stage and it's like, this kid is so badass. That's cool. So, I mean, so- but it's not like, you know, I don't know if this kid has like a, a talent that he can fall back on, but just being confident, I think is what it boils down to.
1: So our, our collective decision on this one is that learn he should yes to learn <laughs> yeah. the guitar and that he should just be happy with who do he you. is is that what we think i think so are there things to do if if like let's say he wasn't happy with who he was and he did want to improve on certain aspects of himself he may be lower confidence or he may really fixate on the fact that he has a young baby face or his body is boyish what are some things to do to in, to man him up a little bit Vince.
3: Alpha Camp. There you Come go. In the desert first, with us. Oh first self-promotion. I like it. I appreciate that.
1: Okay, that's wonderful. Yeah, no, but, but you what would
2: he learn
3: on bibles. that? Uh, well, you know, the, to to man up, to toughen up, and uh, to yeah, and to, get to, a to endure. <laughs> but I would say I, I love what you guys said. If you think it's a problem, it will be a problem. If yeah. you accept it, and you, you got to feature it and the choices are so diverse there's always going to be people who'll dislike people who won't care and people who are going to like and then you choose your camp are you going to use it as an excuse why you can't or are you going to use it as a reason why you can i yeah. completely agree so, that yeah. simple if, but if you do, start
2: rejecting yourself first then you're screwed because yeah. everybody else is going to do the same but i do agree with amy like if there are physical things you don't like about yourself you know i'm not saying totally focus on that part but my friend my friend's brother he dresses like an adult he doesn't Mm -hmm. dress like a kid you know he's not throwing on like a hoodie and sneakers he dresses really smooth like eddie bauer and banana republic he's really sharp dressing Mm -hmm. and if you do want to go to the gym to try to bulk up a little bit i think there are some physical things that you can do it for you
4: like don't sit there and like strive to go to the gym for like everybody else or like anything for anybody else like at the end of the day go to the gym because it makes you feel good you know or like wear nice clothes exactly and that's a good tip like dress the part you want to be don't sit there and wear like skater shoes and be like everybody thinks i'm a punk like
1: right because you look <laughs> like a punk right, right exactly <laughs> Yeah, exactly so that's really true though yeah. yeah oh you guys are wonderful guests I, I wish oh, we thank had more you time so much. <laughs> I <laughs> wish we had more time to answer more questions um but you guys have been amazing so thank oh, you so yeah. much for coming on the show I'd love to hear or our listeners would love to hear where they can get in touch with you so Amy if people want to find you stalk you whatever where do they do that
4: <laughs> I know I had an Instagram but I I took it down for a second so I might bring good for it back. you I know so I know I don't have any social media going for me right now so well, where have you been
1: doing your modeling so people can see some of your work?
4: Yeah, uh, right now I go through like mostly Sam Rima. I was doing something for four. Oh, no, like- I don't want them to come find you. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I <laughs> oh should probably not say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Mostly just here. It's yeah. in Connecticut, somewhere. Exactly. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: so am I right now. Okay, cool. All right. Well, anyway, mm-hmm. maybe you'll come back on our show so I that's know, where they can Thank hear you. you again. And then Vince.
3: Well, the website is seductioncoaching.com. Seductioncoaching.com. And uh, Facebook and YouTube, you want to see the videos. The yeah. videos are so intense. So uh, it's uh, Vince Kelvin channel on YouTube and uh, Facebook, Vince Kelvin as well.
1: Awesome. And don't get s- not scared off. I-, I would be scared off seeing the marketing. I think other guys from who listen to our show may be like, yes, this is what I want to do. Anyway, you've listened to Vince on our show. He is awesome, authentic, and. He, I've seen him work with other guys. Everything that he speaks about on this show is exactly what he teaches to the men that he works with. So... I, I highly encourage you to go check out his YouTube channel to sign up for one of his boot camps um, and to also check out that Lisa Ling special which you said where was it that they could watch it
3: it's on CNN go.com and it's going to be on Netflix very soon
1: awesome so wonderful I'm, I'm so happy for you I, congratulations on everything it's fantastic thank you guys for coming on the show thank you guys for listening to the show if you want to submit questions to overanalyze this write them in to ask at askwomenpodcast.com new episodes of the Ask Women Podcast come Come out, I think, every Thursday. Are we correct on this? Every single Thursday. Uh, you can find it on my website, winggirlmethod.com slash podcast, on iTunes, on SoundCloud. We're everywhere. And on Playboy especially, that's where you can find our podcast. You guys are wonderful and awesome. And we will see you next week.